Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another TV season review. This is going to be for, well, part of a season. Um, volume 1 of season 4 of Stranger Things. But I'm your host, Matthew. And uh, we'll start off spoiler-free for those of you that have not caught these uh, seven episodes. So in case in case you're listening to this after the 1st of July, which is when the second, the, the volume 2 gets released um at current time of recording i've only seen the um seven episodes of the first volume of season four because that's all that's out at the moment so as i've put in the title i'm going to put season four volume one to let you know which episodes i am discussing but anyway we'll start off spoiler free in the first half so you've no need to worry about any spoilers in this first part then we'll take a break uh, just like we normally do and then we'll go into spoilers afterwards but in case you're worried about spoilers for Stranger Things obviously it's a huge TV show um, you don't need to worry about any spoilers just yet um, I'm going to give this a 10 out of 10 and one of Entertainment Talk's must see ratings which is our, our highest rating basically for those of you that aren't familiar with our rating system I do think there's a there's a few not asterisks or caveats to that, but there's a there's a couple of things that almost go very against this season or this half. Well, it isn't really half of a season because if you've got nine episodes and you split it to seven and two, that's not half of it, is it? So, but anyway, with this uh, volume, um, there's a few things that kind of go against it a little bit, but I think I think this is one of them seasons of TV that takes a small bit of time to get going but once it clicks it pushes itself into fifth gear and to me it didn't stop i think the first two to three episodes are the setup episodes for the for the sort of like you know stranger things been off like what three years whatever um shows come back you're settling back in with the characters, what's going on, what's continuing from what's happened last time, all that kind of stuff. I think the show takes... So this is where one of the weaker parts of the season comes in, but if I look back on the weaker part of the season, or the, this volume... I'm just going to say season, just to be more easier, and not keep referencing that it's a volume or whatever the hell they're doing here. Um, I think once you look back on the season... You kind of almost, or to me, kind of forget that early portion of the season where you were kind of like, okay, is Stranger Things one of the best shows on TV? When is it going to kind of click and sort of be like, okay, we're back? I think that happens in episode four. Um, I think episode four builds up to a certain part, or f episode four finishes the build up to a certain part of a season. Which just kicks on the rest of it, which is so episodes four, five, six, and seven are all fantastic. Episodes one and one through three are still excellent and everything like that, but those are the setup episodes, and that's an okay thing. There's nothing wrong with doing that as long as you've got a season of TV that's got a good payoff, and those episodes absolutely do. Because um, as I said, once you get past that sort of build-up phase, you almost kind of forget that it happened. That there was that slow little portion of the season. It's not even really slow. It's just it, sometimes you do have to you do have to set things up, you know, in, in your TV shows sometimes. Um, so yeah, but um, overall, I still think this is one of the best shows on TV. I think this is one of the best shows on TV for a long time. Um, I don't actually think this is Netflix's best show. Still, I still would put this because I I did a top five best Netflix shows a while ago. I can't remember what I put in the list, but for me, the top three. So from third to first, I would put Stranger Things at three, Black Summer at two, and Unbelievable at number one. Those are all Netflix original series, um, and those I, I think those are Netflix's best shows. But Stranger Things, you know, even in today's day and age, obviously we're in 2022 now, it's been a couple of years since the show's been off the air, I still think it's definitely one of the best shows on TV. Um, I still think that there's shows out there that are better than Stranger Things, but it's certainly sort of like, if you're going to talk in terms of recommendations, although who needs Stranger Things recommended to them at this point? But Because with Stranger Things, Stranger Things isn't one of them kind of shows necessarily, 
Uh, I mean, these conversations might happen, right? The, the the conversations of like, oh, what are you watching on TV? Oh, I'm watching this thing. Oh, it's good, you know, and you're recommending Stranger Things. At this point, most people have heard of Stranger Things, and it's either a case where, look, we're four seasons into this now. It's either a case where you're on board and you're on until the end, like me, and you're really enjoying the show, or you watched a few seasons and it didn't click for you or whatever, or you're somebody who likes to hate popular TV, which if you want to do that, that's fine. But um, there are those people that like to, you know, kind of fight against the, the, the more popular shows. Um, but no, certainly in terms of recommendations, got no problem recommending re- recommending this whatsoever. There's shows that I would recommend more, but if someone was to if someone was to say to me like, "Hey, Matt, can you write down a list of twenty shows or something?" Stranger Things would absolutely Stranger Things would absolutely be on there. No, no problem whatsoever. Um, I think when it because when was this last on the air? Twenty nineteen, I think. Because it's been been a long time. It's been a long, long time. Um, I think I I think it was in my top five for that year. Again, I can't remember every single list or everything, every single thing I've said over the years. But because um, I I think Stranger Things season three is still the best season. Because um, in terms of ranking what we have, obviously we have two episodes of this little season left. I would probably go, so from best to worst, season three, season four, um, well, see, and then season two, and then, actually not, no, season one, then season Two, I think you had a very strong start in season one. Obviously, pop culture phenomenon, everything like that. Then the show got ever so slightly worse, but still was a fantastic show. Then season three comes roaring back, and then season four. So far, see, season four is like better than the those other two seasons, but season four so far hasn't quite hit the big heights of season three for, for me anyway. So, um, but in general, I think the show's just. It's it's been pretty consistent with its quality. Uh, you know, there was that one episode that people didn't like in season two. Whatever, um, we can move past that now. But um, season four, very much still on 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 the strong point. Um, in terms of pacing and writing and structure and all that sort of thing, um, I think the structure of these episodes is really really good. Um, especially episode seven. Episode ste- episode seven does really stand out here. And obviously it's a mid-season finale, you know, big episode and all that. But um, episode 7 does stand out quite a lot here. Um, in terms of pacing, again, the pacing's an interesting one because it takes a little bit of time to get going. But once it does, it it, it just kicks on. So pacing's pretty good overall. Um, now, with this season, I, I still don't quite know why Netflix did this. Um, they've obviously got their own strategy and their own way of doing things. All of these episodes are about an hour and 15 minutes each, aren't they? Apart from episode, I think it's episode 3. One of the episodes is like an hour and 5 minutes. And the others are like an hour 15, hour 20. And the season finale is an hour 40 minutes. They're kind of a strange set of episodes to judge in terms of pacing. Because I do think the episodes are too long at certain points. Especially episodes 1, 2 and 3. I think they're all... A bit too long those episodes. Um, but if you were to say to me like, okay, Matt, go in and like, what w- you know, you've got an hour twenty minute episode here, which is kind of the average. Um, what would you take out, or what would you cut? I don't know that I would take out or cut anything from the season because I I don't feel like, um, you know, when you're watching like a two and a half hour film, right? And you're thinking, oh, that was really great, but you could have cut 20 minutes off. I don't even think that's the point of this season. I I think, honestly, if you'd have made... If you'd have cut the episodes down, ended the episodes at different cliffhanger points, but made, made it like... Because you've got about 10 hours worth of footage here. Because you've got, obviously, each episode's at least an hour. Then you've got, like... A bunch of sections of 20 minutes. I think you've got about 9-10 hours worth of content. Roughly, I think. I mean, the, the the last one's almost 2 hours. So I think if you'd have done these as like a clean 10 one-hour episodes. I think it would have worked out a lot better. And 
it was a bit of a concern for me early on because I watched those opening three episodes and I was like, this is great. There's nothing sort of wrong going on here. But these episodes are a bit long. And then by the time, honestly, by the time I got to episodes four, five, six, seven, and eight, uh, four, five, six, and seven, um, I was almost sort of used to it by that point. And when I would go to um, sit down to watch the episodes, I would kind of make sure that I've got the time. Like, that little bit of extra time. Because, I mean, 20 minutes isn't that much longer, but still. Um, But this season is, like, particularly... The episodes are particularly longer. But then there are less episodes. So, you're sort of getting almost the same amount of content. Um, Although the previous season was 8 episodes. Because Netflix does, like, 8 or 10 episode seasons. They used to do 13, but... You've basically got almost the same amount of content. But you've just got them in fewer episodes and I think the last two so when the show comes back episodes eight and nine I think nine is episode uh nine is supposed to, is it two and a half hours long so like jeez um so you basically do have kind of a 13 episode season here I mean if you're counting all of it up and then the episode before that I think is an hour and a half or something so um, I'm not, again, I'm not quite sure why they did that, it's almost like they want each episode to be like a mini film, like a short film kind of length, um, because I was saying to a few people, like, Netflix doesn't benefit from making episodes longer, it doesn't, for a Netflix show, it doesn't matter how long you make the seasons, um, because if you make like a longer, like, like, like if you've got like your, um, your special episode of The Walking Dead, right? And they used to air 90-minute episodes. They used to be for, like, their premieres, mid-season finales, that kind of stuff. Um, But, obviously, on AMC, they've got ad breaks. So the episodes being longer means you can put more ads in. And when you've got your mid-season finales and whatever and people are getting killed off, you can stretch it out a little bit, I suppose. Um, and you put more ads in. Obviously, these don't; these episodes don't have ads in them. So, uh, I'm not quite sure why they did that. It's not like the biggest issue in the world or whatever. But, um, um, yeah, it was interesting the way that they decided to, uh, I suppose, structure the season and stuff. So, um, the structure of the actual episodes is really good. Like I said, I'm, I'm genuinely really surprised by episode seven because episode seven here is an hour and forty minutes. The pacing and the structure is really, really good. And I felt myself being really, really gripped by the entire episode. Um, And it didn't feel like it was lasting too long. Even though it's the longest episode. So that was really interesting. So um, obviously episode 7, a bit of a a combination of things that were going on. You know, cliffhanger mid-season finale kind of thing. So um, that uh, that was pretty cool. So... Anyway, um, what else do I want to say spoiler-free about this season? Um, One of the best shows on TV still. Very much looking forward to July 1st. And I was kind of wondering, you know, this come out, what was it, end of of May. Uh, And I was kind of thinking, do I watch this season and then wait for the other two episodes and do like a bigger review? But there's plenty of time between now and the 1st of July for me to, uh, for me to give this podcast room to breathe, people to listen to it, that kind of stuff. So, um... But no, that's mostly my thoughts. Really, really enjoyed it. I think it's a fantastic show still. Um, some of the other qualities about the show, I suppose, as well. Um, the plot's still very, very good. I had no real issues with the plot. The story's still really good. Obviously, you kind of know what you're getting into with this season a bit. Um, one of the strengths of this season, however, I think, is the characters. Because, obviously, we started off with... They, they were literally called the Stranger Things kids, weren't they? You know, all the younger characters. Uh, they're not really kids anymore because they're like, what, 16, 18 years old, I think now. Some of them. Uh, they might, Some of them might be a bit older than that, I think. Um, but um, li- literally seeing them kind of grow up again, because obviously more time has passed between, um, uh, between last season and this season. Um, and seeing them just, just get more into that, you know, teenage, young sort of teenage life. Or, or I guess, you know, no, y- y- young adult sort of life. Yeah, eight, 18 young adult, isn't it? And that's sort of a bit a bit of an older, you know, characters and that sort of stuff. Um, and as as these characters continue to grow and develop and 
more history gets built between them and you can kind of like see the history between them when they're having conversations about things and there's this season is littered with excellent character moments little just these little bits of dialogue these exchanges these looks that these characters give to each other and of course you've got like your little pairings and stuff which is always really really good um or for this show it is anyway um that's really good again this season but there's so many little great moments in this um in this part of the season and it's it's those subtle little touches in the writing that really just kind of just put that little prestige touch onto things i I do think yeah this is this is um a top tier prestige television show still definitely definitely but those um it's just those little kind of like those carefully crafted character moments in these dialogue exchanges the way that people the way that the characters are looking at each other and the mannerisms with the the mannerisms sorry of the um of the characters um, I don't think that has been better than what it is in this season. But as I said, as 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 time continues to obviously go forward, and these characters, both obviously in the real world, the the, the people that play them are getting older, and they're sort of growing more into the roles, and you're you're seeing that reflected kind of in these characters. Um, that, that's really really brilliant. This season, there's so many good moments. Um, between these characters so that um that that was another really really good touch to the season as well it's just that that little bit of extra extra care and sort of yeah detail i suppose so uh but that's pretty much what i got spoiler free there's a good uh some good stuff to talk about in the spoiler section um that's it yep for the spoiler free stuff i try, I try to think if there's anything else i want to mention but i've mentioned pretty much everything that uh I think I want to um, say if you've not seen um, this volume part of season four of Stranger Things, uh, you're going to want to click off the podcast after this break. Or you can do it now if you want to, whatever. Uh, But I'll see you after this break. Hi there and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but... It won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion. We can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra. You can find the link to our Amazon affiliate link in your show notes. The second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month and then when it gets to the next month you can request a new tv show or a film review of your choice that's three dollar level tier that does also of course include your ad free podcasts for the month as well thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show all right let's jump into the spoiler section here so if you've not seen the first volume uh, of season four of Stranger Things, I'm going to be jumping into spoilers now. So if you don't want to be spoiled on the section of episodes I've just mentioned, uh, you're going to want to click off the podcast off now. Uh, so if you want to do that, of course you can listen to other stuff that we've done in the meantime. There's plenty of podcasts that we've done out there. We've got gaming talk stuff, TV, game, films, main night podcast. So you can check out those sort of things. Uh, you can put some music on, whatever you need to do. 
Um, or if you want to listen to my other recommendation, uh, you can check out some ASMR, some good stuff on there on, on YouTube. So check out that if you'd like to, because I'm going to get into spoilers now. Um, <clears throat> so bit nervous about Nancy. <laughs> um, yeah, very nervous about Nancy. So they were climbing through. That was a really good edit, by the way, in that seventh episode. Um, they were climbing through the upside down so that they climb up and fall down. That was that was a really really cool part of the episode. I was thinking at that point. Um, I felt like Steve was gonna die. Yeah, I felt like Steve was gonna die. Because he'd already been bitten a bunch, he was kind of a bit of the, you know, sort of like, again, it's a, it's a little bit of a TV tropey kind of thing, but there's better ways it can be done. That sort of like, if there was going to be a moment where um, they hear some upside down enemies and stuff, whatever, and what I thought was going to happen is that they'd start hearing stuff flying because they had those bats to deal with or whatever. And Steve would say to Nancy, like, hey, you've got to climb through. She gets through and then, like, the cl- the hole closes or something and Steve dies. That- that's what I thought was going to happen. Or something along the lines of, like, when when they're in that, um, all that open space, that Steve would, like, trip up or something. Or um, he'd be like, hey, because he's already injured and he doesn't know whatever, like, you know, to save Nancy kind of thing. I, I thought that was possibly going to happen. That still very well could happen. Um, because at the moment, Steve, Steve's still in the Upside Down, isn't he? Unless he climbed through after Nancy, but obviously she fell through, because she fell through to the other, the other side. I knew it was sort of like, you knew one of them at one point was going to sort of like, something was going to happen. It was just too, not too easy, but too sort of like, oh yeah, we're just going to climb on this rope and everything's going to be fine. Um, again, not in a tropey sort of way, not in a complaining sort of way. Um, but you were kind of waiting for that moment, but I thought that was uh, pretty well done. Um, you've got... I don't have the names for those other characters written down. I refuse to call that guy Papa. I absolutely refuse to call him Papa. That's very, very creepy. Obviously, intentionally creepy, but... Just just to, just having these like kids there and they're like, Yes, Papa. It was... Ugh, rubbed me the wrong way. Um... But no, I'm not. I'm not. I know that that's his name or whatever. I, he's obviously got an actual named name. But uh, what, what should I call him instead? Because I like. Sorry if anybody's got a problem with this, but I absolutely refuse to call him Papa. Um, but um, uh, I suppose I'll call him the uh, the guy in charge or, or or something like that. You'll know who I'm referring to. And yeah, the twist there, obviously, of the other one revealed to be number one. Um, he is the uh, the the enemy. I can't remember the name of the was it Va- Van or something. I can't remember the name of that creature. Uh, the one that was the one that's been the big villain this season. Um, I didn't quite understand the transition there, if I'm honest. Um, he was pushed into the upside down. Um, because they sort of um played a bit of a trick almost with 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 L going back to that um the learning place this is called the learning place or whatever uh, with her going back there because there were certain points where they cut between her when she was younger and her obviously now because uh, she gets taken back there because obviously the, the whole the whole idea of the whole like volume here especially for like the upside down stuff is if you, so if you're one of the powered people, the best thing for you to do is think of a bad memory so that you can power yourself up a bit more. That's kind of interesting. Um, playing off the sort of trauma, I suppose. And then what the uh, Upside Down's villain idea was catching you out for like a sin kind of thing or a mistake that you'd made. Because um, it wasn't, I did like how it wasn't simply just, oh, villain's going to pick random red shirt character, he's going to kill them and then figure out, yeah, the, you know, because he just wants to do so. Um, no, it was kind of like, you know, 
for, for different memories and, and things like that. Like there was the car crash person as well. Um, obviously there was, uh, was her name Casey, was it? Um, she didn't deserve that. Jeez, that was, that was terrible. Because obviously you got Eddie there. Who gets blamed for some stuff. Um, but yeah, lots of stuff going on in the season. Obviously you've got, um, Joyce and Hopper as well. Um, that was really good. I, I thought that was really, really intense. All the, uh, the gym stuff. With, um, when that Demogorgon, Demogorgon comes out. Um, they really built up, up to that in a very sort of horror esque sort of way they did a bit of an edit i don't know if it was a deliberate edit editing trick or the way i'm kind of just looking at it but because they zoom in on the door the door opens right they zoom in on it and the screen goes completely black everything goes silent and i thought oh you're gonna do one more cutaway to another scene like with l or something like that um but no it was a bit of a jump jump scare moment i thought that was a that was that was pretty good um because again you have like what three different plots going on here i think because you've got like the joyce um and jim and that kind of stuff uh and with uh is his name yuri i think um with all of that so that was uh interesting obviously there's, there's different ways you had to structure that as well because it's like okay do we do we show a bit more progress with jim and then how when do we cut away from that and then when do we show the progress that joyce is making but then once they're in the same place, you don't have to cut between those characters anymore, which was only in episode seven. Um, so that was an inter- interesting kind of like choice for them to make there. Um, yeah, seeing Jim go through all this was kind of uh, kind of tough as well. So, um, and I was kind of wondering with the I can't remember which episode it was, but where Hopper almost breaks out. It really looked quite bad there for a bit because not only did the other guy screw over Jim and uh, and Joyce and he's like, hey, I've got some Americans and they sell well and you know, prisoners and whatever. Um, and you're like, oh shit, no, Jim's got caught and Joyce and uh, Joyce and um, what's the name? what's the guy's bloody name? Um, Joyce and the one that she had with um, with him. Oh, the teacher guy's called Martin. Yeah, that's the one that I refuse to call Papa. Um, so you've got him. Uh, where's the other guy's name? I can't see it at the moment. The one that was with... Um, the one that was with Joyce for like the whole season. His name isn't on... I can't see his name on this IMDB cast list. That's, uh, that's quite annoying. Because you've got Billy, Sam, Robin... Ted. Nope. His name's not on it. Nope. Got Will, Steve. Everybody but him. So, um, I'll just say Joyce's friend. Uh, See, it's difficult to do reviews and stuff like this when you've got so many characters. Um, Not that there's too many characters. I mean, there's a good amount of characters and stuff, but sometimes uh, cast listings can kind of mess you up with that. Anyway, back to the actual topic. Um... Yeah, that stuff was really good with the Demogorgon and everything. Obviously, that was teased at the end of last season. Uh, so that was a good kind of payoff of that. Obviously, they've not actually killed it yet. And they've got to figure out what to do about stuff. Um, I will say I like where the where the mid-season finale cuts off. Although, I am, I am very nervous about Nancy. And Nancy is one of my favourite characters. Uh, very nervous for her. Um, especially just... Any time, I mean, they did it earlier in the in the season with Max, didn't they? Any time that like character gets put into the upside down thing, their eyes do that weird thing, and the villain shows up. Because obviously, the first two with Casey and then with the other guy, um, they both died. Um, but Nancy's in that situation. She's in that um, pool, isn't she? Um. And they showed what happened to Barbara. I suppose she's gone, unfortunately. Um, although that was back in see, that was back. That's back in season one, isn't it? Because uh, there's been the whole hashtag for all these years about um, justice for Barbara. Yeah, I'm not sure what you can do about that. Um, could you bring those dead victims back? I don't think that you could. Could you? Because I'm uh, just thinking the hashtag justice for Barbara, but she's dead. 
So not really justice for Barbara. Um, boy, that's that's been one of the long term things for Stranger Things. Um, that was uh, that was pretty sad. So, uh, but no, I'm worried about Nancy. <laughs> uh, I'm worried about Steve and Nancy, but Nancy's in more imminent danger. Whereas Steve, Steve's injured. He's in the upside down. He's not in the greatest of uh, places, but he's not in imminent danger. And Nancy is. So there's the kind of differences there. Um, unless Steve did just kind of climb through afterwards and it's fine, but, uh, they, they didn't show that happening, so, there you go. Anyway, um, I hinted about, um, uh, Max earlier, that was one of the greatest scenes, um, in Stranger Things, uh, I can't remember the name of the song, unfortunately, although, although I do want, I do want to listen to it, so I'll have a look up for what that is later, yeah, that was that was a really really well done scene. Obviously, she's got the the trauma of Billy going on and everything. Um, from from uh, um, was it Billy? What's the guy's name again? Um, it was written here a second ago. Yeah, Billy from last season. Um, so you got that all going on, and the music kicks in, and she's trying to run away, and she gets away from the main villain and everything. So that was that was really really quite like. I know that was at the end of episode 4 and I remember I know I did say in my spoiler free part that the season kicks on in episode 4 but you get the build up to that scene and the build up the build up from that in episode 4 is really really good that's for me where the season actually like kicks on a bit more um but once I'd sort of as I was going through episode 4 and you were getting the max content and everything and then obviously the that the end portion of the episode that was when I was like okay this is the stranger things that's so good like the three episodes before that were great but that was like it kicking on and sort of like okay this is what you're doing on this season kind of thing um so that was uh for me the moment where it kind of like the, like the clicking moment the clicking scene for me with this season is that max like running away stuff with the music kicking in and how, how that scene played out and her friends are trying to help her out. And she can see that she's not alone and everything. Um, that was really powerful. That was really, really well done. Um, and I mean, in terms of saying, like, you know, one of the best scenes in the show. I can't remember every single scene of the previous three seasons. So I, I don't know if I could call it like the best season, best scene in, in, in the whole show. But it's certainly got to be up there. Definitely. That was uh, really, really well done. So that was um, very, very good. Um... It's interesting because we've kind of gone from, if you think about it, in terms of like the villain haunting one of the teenage characters, uh, although Nancy's not a teenager, is she? Um, the, the, of the younger characters, still. We sort of went from, okay, you showed with the example of the other two characters, Casey, I think, and the, 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 the other guy, um, what this villain was doing. And that was a good way to set that up. Then you do the thing with Max. She gets away. It's a very tense, you know, scary kind of stuff because we care about Max, or at least I do. And then you build that up to doing like, because um, there was the other guy that was trying to chase Eddie. He got killed as well, didn't he? Um, but um, and then you set it up with uh, Nancy is the next one. I just hope that she's okay. <laughs> so that was good. Um, I think Eddie was a new character for the season, wasn't he? Um, yeah, he, he he was pretty good. I, I saw a lot of people kind of saying like Eddie was a breath of fresh air. There's an interesting part, interesting part with that because I don't think the season needed a breath of fresh air because I still think this was a great season or excellent season. Um, but it's like when you bring that those kind of elements on top of all the qualities you've already got. All, all you kind of do is make your season better. And e- Eddie makes the season better. So I'm not dismissing the opinions. I'm, I'm agreeing with the opinions out there. About him being a breath of fresh air. But the show didn't like. The show didn't need it. It just made it even better. So uh, that was that's kind of my uh, comments on the Eddie stuff. I um, feel sorry for him obviously. He did nothing wrong. There's the assumption that he murdered the girl. Um... And obviously he ends up going on the run and everything, which was uh, which was interesting. Um, 
don't know if I quite touched on the Joyce and Hopper stuff quite enough, but it, it was really good seeing the demagogue and everything, how he kind of bonded a little bit with the, the with the prison guard, who's obviously ended up being, you know, um, helping him out. That was good. Uh, I'm just looking forward to seeing where they go with that in the last two episodes. And obviously we got another season, the fifth and final season after this as well. Uh, let's talk about some of the other characters. Let's scroll through. Um, Eleven. Uh, still, I would say, the main character of the show. Because if, if you take Eleven out of this show, what do you have? You've still got a lot of great characters, but you really take away the main character. Um, I am happy with how the Eleven storyline ended up in Episode 7. I think they spent a bit too much time on, like, oh, look, Eleven and another flashback. Remember, you killed these kids. I think they went to that well a couple too many times. And I also didn't really like, obviously, he's dead now anyway. Um... With the teacher person. Like she's trying to get away. And we're all rooting for Eleven to get away. And everything. Or Jane. Um, Her name is listed here as Eleven. And that's what we kind of know her as. Um, She's trying to get away. She tries to click the elevator door. It doesn't come up straight away. So she gets captured. Just. um, I guess I just. I didn't like the teacher character at all. And the show was at certain points trying to maybe hint us to sort of... You should trust him a little bit with this or that, maybe. Um, but that that was... That was... Some of those scenes I struggled to get a grasp of what exactly the show was trying to... Like, specifically with the relationship between the teacher and Eleven. Like, what are you sort of trying to get at there? I like how it concluded... But the journey along that was a little bit more bumpy than what I would have liked. And you spent a little bit too much time on that. And on sort of like, hey, remember you killed the kids kind of thing. Or you, you, you did this or whatever. Um, just a it, it, just a few bumps in the road there for me. Because um, in terms of... Because I, I said the season was very well paced. In terms of one of my only little nitpick issues with the pacing... It was how they did that storyline with um, with Eleven. Um, again, liked where it ended up. It was a great idea. It was well executed in the end. It just took a bit too long to get there. Um, I want to talk about uh, one of the other theories with the show. Because you've got a lot, of, a lot of other great characters as well. Uh, Lucas was great again this season. Obviously, he's bonding with Max. That's brilliant. Uh, Mike's obviously in the season again. He's a really good character. Dustin is Dustin and he is brilliant, of course. So you've got Dustin going on as well. Uh, Jonathan's a cool character. Steve is a cool character. I want to turn my focus to Will. There's been a... Um, a, a couple of theories. I, th- I think these started around Season 2. And they've paid a bit more attention to it. In Season 4. As to whether or not Will is gay. Uh, of course, myself, absolutely perfectly fine. In fact, I'd be happy for the character... If he was, um, of course, the show is in the midst of exploring that, so we don't quite know what's going on there yet. Um, obviously, they explored um, uh, Robin's sexuality last season. That was some really powerful, great scenes as well. Um, and you're still exploring that a little bit. Obviously, she's got a crush as well, so that was uh, that was nice to see. Um, so that was really really good. But um, see, for, for me. It, if it is kind of like he isn't gay, that's still fine. I'm not sitting here like banging the table, being like, "You've got to make him gay." You've got to... no, it isn't. It, it, you know, you don't. You don't have to. Um, and if the writers don't think that they're going to, or like if it feels a bit forced at one point or whatever, um, you don't have to do it. it especially if you. If you've gotten to a point, if the writers have got to a point where they feel like, oh, we kind of have to do this now, like, don't, don't force yourself to do something like that because 
in terms of you know coming out storylines and everything like that you've really got to get that right and I, I trust the writers to to do the right thing um with this closely they've done such a good job so far um but i would be very happy for the character if he is um of course i'm completely accepting of all that um i think it'd be arguably more interesting if he is but still if the show doesn't go down that route um it's still fine it, it depends how ouch how specifically you uh deal with all of that and which direction you ultimately take that in um because you don't really have to have a scene one way or the other where he's sort of like always oh, this scene defines him as confirmed straight or whatever or this scene confirms he's defined as you know gay um because the show might never address it it, it might not because the show is addressing it in very very subtle ways um it might not address it. I suppose if you go like all the way to the end of the, the series and it's not addressed, that could be interesting. Or that could be like kind of like, okay, what were you doing the whole time with the character? Um, but we'll see. We'll see how it works out. But uh, I'm, com- I'm confident that the show will get it right. It's just that there's ways that you could get it wrong and there's ways that you could get it right. But I'm sure the show will do um, do a good uh, good job with that. So. Uh, I think that's most of the characters. Um, I've not really got anything to add about Jonathan. Lucas is great, as I said. Lots of great characters in the show. Um, I'm looking on the Jim and Joyce thing. I'm just looking forward to seeing to seeing them get out of there and to be able to move on. Um, and then them to hopefully enjoy. Uh, the final season together. Um, although it depends how much time in in the last two episodes, how, how quick you can kind of get him out. Um, if he does get out, see, okay, it, it is kind of a lot because I touched upon most of the characters um, that I've spoken about here. I was kind of thinking throughout this season or this volume of the season because I was trying to remember the last major character that died. I don't remember obviously Billy. Uh, see see I, I for me with Billy I never counted him on the level of like a Will or a, a Mike or you know Dustin or somebody like that. Um I don't think that they're gonna kill off like Eleven or somebody like that or, or um I mean you I I think you could kill off Joyce or Jim. I don't think both. You could do one or the other I suppose. Um but I'm kind of thinking with the with the teenage characters, so like our main, you know, group of uh, of the teenage characters, and also if you include Jonathan and Steve and Nancy and Robin and all those characters, is the show going to kill one of those off? Because I feel, and I hope it's not Nancy. <laughs> I hope it's not any of them. I hope they all survive and live happily ever after. But um, I just wonder, now that we're getting closer to the end game, we've got these big two episodes coming up. Nobody majors died yet so far in this season. Um, yeah, Who, who's going to be next to go? Because obviously you've got this villain that does a very specific way of killing people. Because um, I was worried for Steve at the end of episode 6. He's getting like mauled by those bats. And I was like, oh, what if they start like... Tearing a bit too much. I mean, he got bitten a lot of times. I'm expecting something to happen. Um, to Steve, because I'll I'll be a bit surprised if like they get out of the upside down. Nancy gets out of the upside down. You skip a bit of time or something like a small bit of time, and Steve is just fine. I'll be a bit surprised by that. Um, yeah. Because he's got, like, some bad injuries. So I wonder where you're going with, like, what you're doing there. Um, but honestly, I, I started episode 7 thinking, like, shit, Steve might die here. Uh, and obviously he got saved by his friends. Because um, I don't know how I'll feel. If they don't kill off any of those characters, I don't know how I'll feel about Stranger Things in terms of stakes. Because that is the ultimate way to inject stakes into a show, 
is to kill off a couple of characters. I'm not talking like a Game of Thrones red 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 wedding thing where you kill off like six people or whatever. Um, but it, it, I I would expect it, in these next. I mean, you don't we don't know how long next season is. In these next, well, in these last episodes, so the last two, the next two, and then the next season. I would expect at least one of them to go. Just one of them. Um, I think you can make an exception for that if Joyce or Jim dies. But I suppose the argument towards Jim is like, you've made all this progress to get him out. Would you kill him off now? Um, I mean, I don't want to see one of the younger characters die from like you know the the way that they've been the characters have been getting killed this season i don't really want to see that happen to them obviously if i do it just means you know i, I cared about them and stuff um but i don't know i i don't know which one you go for because i thought it i thought it was going to be steve because i thought that there was two opportunities for that to happen um one of which is where he's getting bitten by the bats and the second one is where Again, I thought he was going to do the whole, hey, Nancy, you've got to go ahead, I'll stay behind and, you know, do the sacrifice, the sacrificial sort of hero thing, which could still happen. I just wonder what you're doing with that. Um, cause I was just thinking to myself, actually, when they go into Nancy's house in the Upside Down and she's looking for a gun, I, I, I immediately I thought of America's gun control because of course I did. <laughs> God's sake, um, and Steve is the one that starts hearing Dustin first. Is that because he got bitten and he's got like something in him, or or, or is it just a it just it just happened that way? Um, I'm not sure. Um. But was there a specific reason that he could hear them? Um, I don't know. I don't know. But it's just it's that's interesting that like you have him the one that gets bitten a bunch of times and he's the one that hears the person on the other side. Like could be a coincidence, I suppose. So we shall see. Anyway, uh, that's pretty much what I've got for this um, portion of the season. Um, if I have missed anything to discuss, uh, if there's any characters you want me to go over a bit more or anything like that, of course I won't do like another podcast or whatever, but uh, if you'd like to write in, who do you think could go out of the characters? So just in terms of main characters, so stake-heavy main characters, I think you could take Eleven off the table anyway. Um, Mike, Joyce... Jim, Dustin, Lucas, Nancy, Jonathan, Steve, Will. Um, I wouldn't count Karen for that. Max. I don't know if you'd count Erica. Maybe Erica. Maybe. Uh, Martin's already dead. Um, and Robin. So th- those characters... In terms of like, are you gonna take one of them out? Because I don't, I don't see it being eleven, unless there's like an end of series thing where like eleven's got to sacrifice herself to close the upside down, so that there's no more threats to Hawking or something. I don't know. You could potentially do that. That's that's the only way I see eleven going down. Um, otherwise, it, otherwise it just doesn't make sense to get rid of eleven. Because then you you then you take out such a big important part of the show, so. Um, but yeah, let me know which of those characters specifically <clears throat> um, you think could end up going. Um, hopefully, there's nobody that you want to go. But if you had to pick somebody, who would it be? Um, so we'll see what happens. Anyway, let me know your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments. You can comment on anything that I've said, anything that you want to bring up. Um, what do you think is going to happen in these next two episodes in just under a month or so? Uh, you can write in to Method Entertainment Talk the Dog, Twitter eTalk UK, there's a contact page and information in your show notes. There's also an email box thing on the website version of the episode and, cl- and a clickable email name in your show notes. In the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on Entertainment Talk the Dog, uh, TV, games, films, main night podcasts, lots and lots of stuff happening at the moment. So keep your eyes on all of that. Obviously, we've got the busy June schedule coming up. 
Um, it's interesting that Stranger Things kind of avoided June, but still had loads of episodes around June, because it had seven before June and two on li- literally on July the first. Uh, it's kind of funny. Anyway, um, check out all the stuff that we've got: TV, games, films, May Night podcast. We've got a whole bunch of stuff to check out, so please feel free to do that. Um, you can also support us through other ways. You can either listen to more episodes episodes that we've got, either by listening on the site entertainmenttalk.org or your favourite podcast platforms by searching for Entertainment Talk. You can also tell other people about what we're doing, where they can find it, So um, either by just telling them or using social media. You can also support us through Patreon, the $1, $3 level tiers for the ad-free podcast review options. Take a look at that as well if you'd like to. Um... So do that if you'd like to as well. Uh, if you're TV and your film news, if you'd like to know about Stranger Things or whatever, uh, renewals, cancellations, and air dates, lots and lots of air dates. We've just gotten into June. I mean, next week we've got like two new shows. Uh, um, we've got the um, We Own This City and uh, Miss Marvel is starting. So lots and lots of TV shows coming out. Of course, June 22nd is going to be a pretty big day here over in the UK. So uh, keep your eyes out on all of that. Uh, Geektown.co.uk, Geektown Radio. Uh, Geektown Radio episodes run uh, uh, released on Tuesdays. That's all run by David. If you want some fun Twitch stuff, uh, Twitch content, you can go and check out what Bex is doing over at Trista, B-Y-T-E-S. You can find her also as well on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to find me on Twitter as well, uh, uh, Twitch, sorry. Uh, Twitter is eTalk UK, but if you want to find me on Twitch as well, say eTalk UK for my different gaming streams. And uh, if you want to find those archived later, as well as the game clips, I've put a few new ones up today. And the FIFA Career Mode episode, you can find all of them archived on YouTube, which is Entertainment Talk Plays. Excellent season, really looking forward to these next two episodes. Please don't kill off Nancy or Steve or anyone. Let's just let's just have a long two episodes of them just having a picnic and we can just end happily ever after because why not? Anyway, thanks for listening and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.